Welcome to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs GSD, the number one podcast for aesthetic and beauty business owners who want to get stuff done and become the entrepreneurs the world needs them to be. Many of you out there are uncertain, overwhelmed, and confused about this thing called business. Where there's uncertainty, we give you comfort. Where there's overwhelm, we create calm. Where there's confusion, we provide clarity. So, welcome to Aesthetic Entrepreneurs Get Stuff Done. It's me, it's Richard Crawford Small. And um, yeah, it's been a little while since I've actually taken the time to do a, a podcast um, kind of live. I've been using lots of different pre recorded bits of content and things like that. So, um, I'm here live. And what inspired me to go live, you may think? Why have I turned up? Um, and. And the reason is um, because I think we're about to start to emerge. I'm calling this episode The Emergence. And, um, you know, as we are set, if you're listening in the future, we're mid-February 2021. Um, and we're starting to see the, the green shoots. We're starting to hear some messages and, you know, little telltale signs that we are maybe starting to be coming out of you know the crazy lockdown periods that we've been in, um, and moving into a into a new world. And um, I'm, for one, as I'm sure you guys are, thoroughly excited about that entire prospect. Um, overjoyed, in fact. And again, if you're listening back in the future, you're probably casting your mind back to where you were at that point and thinking, Jesus Christ, that was pretty rough. How did we get through it? But we got through it. We did. And so, you know, give yourselves a big pat on the back for having survived all of this shit. And um, now we can kind of look to the future, look forward, um, look ahead. And what I want to talk to you about today is, you know, this, this concept of emergence and how we can plan for it, how we can uh, maximise it, how we can, you know, use it. And again, it's not just something coming out of this particular you know, event, lockdown, pandemic. It's something that we can be used again and again and again. And the way I look at it is you've got these two kind of elements to it. There's the personal and and business. So I'm a, I'm a business coach, I'm an entrepreneur, a uh, consultant, um, and I tend to break things down into those two little little topics. You know, personal, which includes family, me, etc., etc. But then the business, which is you know, clients and the economic aspects of it and, you know, how I get paid and all those sorts of things. And once you break it down to like that, it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. So the first thing I would think about is to look at your personal journey. So your personal emergence. How are you as a as a human being, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother you know, daughter, son, sister, brother, you know, how are you going to manage the transition from being one one space to another? And it has to be a mental transition before it can be a physical transition. We've got to start getting our heads in the right space. And the way I want to I approach it is I challenge myself to be different. 
to to use you know, elements of adversity and to use things that have really, really challenged me to inspire me to be a different human being, to be a different person, to come out as a different plane. And it's something that's kind of held me in really good stead um, throughout my whole career. And I guess it's something that I've done without really noticing. Um, so when I was um, 24, 23, 24, um, when I was still in the Royal Navy, um, I had a really, really severe knee, knee injury playing rugby and um, actually a cruciate, re- true cruciate rupture um, with associated ligament and you know cartilage damage. It made a real mess of my knee. And I, unfortunately, was you know pretty much knew I was going to have to leave the service at that point. And, um, but, you know, what? Well, they broke me, they can fix me. So I stayed in for about 18 months and um, to, you know, essentially to go through the whole operation and rehab process. And um, during that process, I actually retrained. I upskilled myself in computer engineering and Windows NT and, you know, basically basic computer networks. And um, essentially turned that whole um, experience to a positive um, because I knew, right, if this is my end of my naval career, then what's on the other side of this? And I thought, right, I'm going to go to university. I'm going to, you know, it was something I kind of wanted to do. But hey, you know what? I'm going to have to do it earlier. So get your headset, go to uni. So I, I started at college. Um, I got the GCSEs. I mean, bear in mind, I left school with no GCSEs, zip. Well, I had some, just you wouldn't really write home about them, to be honest. Um so I had to get the GCSEs, then I had to do my A-levels, and then, you know, I, I got into uni. And I got a sobering experience during all of that. It's after I had my knee op, and I was lying in bed in uh, the Royal Naval Hospital, Hasler, which is no longer there, but it's flats now, I think. I was in Hasler, and um, feeling pretty sorry for myself, with drains and all sorts of shit in my knee. And a guy uh, came in um, who was younger than me, but he had his had his leg amputated from below the knee um, because of a, a basically he was in the army and there was an some accident and um, he he lost the lower leg. Um, so you know a very very interesting a great sort of sobering moment for me was hey you know what you haven't got it that bad. So I, I reworked my mindset again not consciously I didn't know I was doing this it's just something that I have ha- I happened to do to you know what. It's okay. I can walk. I don't need to have a prosthetic or crutches. I'm okay. So go out, go to uni, have a great life. The Navy was behind me. And so I challenged myself to be different. I challenged myself to, to, to you know, move from one state to another, but come out of it very, very differently. So I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing. You know, we don't, I don't want to come out of lockdowns and pandemics the same human being as I went in absolutely not I want to come out as an evolved version of RCS you know if you believe the conspiracy theories then when you have your vaccine you will get your superpowers um, I'm really really looking forward to flight I think that's going to be a very great time saving measure um, so you know really looking forward to that uh, those of you who got super strength let me know how you how that's going for you um, some maybe have got invisibility but then, hey, none of us really know, do we? So anyway, um, yes, challenge yourself to be different. Challenge yourself to, to, to you know, change the, 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 the way that you are thinking about all of this. It's not all a negative. Some of it's positive as well. And that's up to you to decide. And 
a way to also to stay kind of motivated in all of this is is to re- reconnect with your goal. So over the last year, let's let's take it as a year. You know, Facebook this morning threw up um, in this little Facebook memories every morning. You know, you get a little picture from what happened to you last year, and uh, today it was a reminder of Storm Dennis. Um, that was, you know, obviously raging or about to rage around the 16th of Feb 2020. I can't quite remember about it. But obviously, you know, we're now coming up to one year of lockdowns and pandemic. So we're going to start to see the, you know, the reminders and the the, the, the history repeating. And, um, you know, this time last year, I was really, really fat, really fat. Um, and, um, you know, it, again, looking at what's happened over that period of time I lost I've lost quite a lot of weight and that was one of my goals was as we went into lockdown one thought right you know what I'm fed up with being a fat knacker um if something's going to come out of this then I've over lockdown what I do have is absolute control over my environment 100% control over my environment so I'm going to use that to my advantage and I'm going to eat properly. And I went into a process of, of intermittent fasting. I did um, 20, 20 and 4. Um, lost quite a lot of weight. It wasn't sustainable because after lockdown, I kind of put some of it back on again. But, you know, the point is, I, I knew the goal I wanted to, to have. I was going to be sat there doing Zooms and Instagram lives and Facebook lives and basically looking at myself for, you know, God knows how long. At least I didn't want to look at as, as much of myself as was there. So I decided that I was going to trim down and um, and lose some of the timber. You know, it's a journey. We're on that path. But, you know, that was one of my goals. And it's the, having these focused, these goals has really helped me over lockdown. You know, we've had a lot of responsibilities to deal with family, you know, ourselves. And having that goal in my head of when we come out of this, I'm going to look a certain way. When we come out of this, I'm going to be a certain person. When we come out of this, this is what's going to happen. When we come out of this, this is what's going to be going on. That constant reaffirming in my head constantly reconnects me with the goal. And if you are reconnected with your goal, then you you, you don't really lose that motivation. You don't lose the enthusiasm for what you're doing. It stays with you. So again, you know, if you're listening to this and you're just thinking, well, you know what, I'm a bit, I'm not sure what's out there. I don't know what's going to happen when we come out of this. And again, it could be a lockdown. It could be a personal journey you're going on. Same sort of thing. Challenge yourself to be something different and connect yourself with the goal. Why do you want to do this? Goal setting is absolutely key. And it's not something that you can just, you should just do once and let it go. Reset your goals every day, every single day. Um, so you know, so that that's another thing that can help with this emergence. Third thing, and there are kind of a, about five ideas I had that I'm just to rattle through. So the third thing, one, two, three, yeah, three or four ideas, three or four ideas, doesn't really matter. The third thing, let's just go with that. The third thing, the third thing is about anchoring, and it's just sort of connected to connecting to. Um, you know, mindset and and goal setting is anchoring yourself. Now, this is something that um, came to me from um, you know watching um, a motivational speak talk from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So, 
I'm sure if any of you have hung around me long enough to know I'm a man you know a fan of the rock right proper fanboy those of you who are on Instagram you know you see that these are my weight training gloves right the rock weight training gloves those of you on podcast I'm holding up a pair of Project Rock uh, Under Armour weight training gloves that have um, you know basically like the rock's little Brahma bull design on it and on it it says blood sweat respect the first two you give the third you get right proper fanboy stuff so but anyway you know what fuck it he's one of the most successful guys in the world you know at the moment he's achieved all of his goals so if he's done that you know if you listen to him and a little bit rubs off what's the problem Um, just make sure that you do spend loads of money on his kit because it is really good I mean you know it's blood it's proper good stuff anyway um there you go there's a little nudge for you there's a little uh, plug for you Dwayne hope you're listening um anyway he um talks about finding your anchor and for him the anchor is is fitness it's the gym it's his routine you know up at four in the morning first session you know that's if if he can get to do that every single day then he's anchored and it's not something that I'd really thought of actually over the over the years until quite recently about having that anchor and I look at it more as as the ability to control your thoughts and your thinking processes and giving yourself time during the day to allow you to control your thoughts because imposter syndrome is real right you know negative self-talk is real we we have fear it's real all these things you know are there um but they are all created by us they're self-created so if we create them we can destroy them but it does take time. It's not something that you can just walk straight into and fix. So, and I have it as well. You know, the sort of self-doubt about to go on a live or I'm interviewing someone who's just like, you know, really is the shit. And, you know, you get that little like, oh, what if they think I'm an idiot? And as soon as that, and you know, that hits your head and then you press record and your tongue swells to three times its normal size, gets wedged in the t- roof of your mouth. And then your brain disappears and then you basically mumble like an idiot for a couple of minutes. And then it clears. Um, and then away you go. So um, little quick tip, way to get around that, is start the interview before you press record. And then you re- press record or you just or you just press record and repeat the first question you asked. Then you don't mumble like an idiot because you've got all that out of the way. Anyway, little tip. But, so looking at your anchor. So what I do is... I've got in getting into the habit, getting into the habit and changing my habit of using that initial time in the morning to, to take time for me and for me to think about what's ahead. So to set the goal, to look at the day. You know, on Sundays, I will look at the week and think, what have I got to achieve? How am I going to achieve it? What do I need to do? Um, that anchors me for the week. Then I will set a day every day up at whatever time, you know, some, sometimes I'm up early at half past five, sometimes at six, sometimes I'm not up until relatively late. You know, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm self-employed, I can get up whatever time I choose, um, especially over lockdowns when the kids are at home, right? So um, when I'm up, then I'm, I spend, take some time just to catch myself and look at my day and look at what I want to achieve. And that is a really, really good anchor for me. It's really helped my productivity and it's really helped me to to actually be better at what I do. It's helped me to um, to lift some standards, actually, um, and also to help helped me to you know, really think about how I'm using my time and is it moving me closer to my goal or away from my goal. 
So I, I recommend that you doing that. You know, finding your your anchor. What is it every day that you can do to help you? You know, emerge. You know, what is it you've got to get through today? Remember, we're talking about emergence here and how we're going to come out from our little lockdown chrysalis into some big, massive, you know, goal smashing butterfly. Um, and so, you know, challenge yourself to be different, reconnect with your goal, find that anchor that you have. And then, last thing is just take it one step further, one step further. So, Again, this is, you know, hard learned, hard lessons I've had where I've looked for quantum leaps all the time, trying to, you know, get build a build a software business and then get funded because that's how, you know, companies in America in the Silicon Valley do it. You know, they have a little idea and then they'll go and raise two hundred million and the business grows. And actually that's not what happens. What happens is they have an idea and then they spend, you know, years with this idea, not making any money, and then eventually it dies. Very rarely do you get that kind of funding unicorn. Um, but that's the myth that's been sold, right? And I was always looking for quantum leaps. I was looking for that step. And after my most, after my last, um, you know, screw up, you know. Let's not call it screw up. My last failure, my last learning experience, which was the sort of Cosmocoin iConsole, um, what it essentially did for me is created a, a a wall, something for me to me to lean back on. And what I tell myself is that if I look back over everything that I've done, and from you know from being a, a kid, um, you know, not the not the best of starts, but you know what, got through it. If you're interested in this, go back to some of my previous podcasts, episodes one to four. I talk about my back history in, in great detail, so I'm not going to go through it now. But essentially, you know, not the best of starts, going through teens, you know, with a so as a sing, with a single mum, got you know, getting arrested a couple of times, then joining the navy, and then having my knee blow out, and then having to leave the navy, and then going to you, you know. There's, there's a story there. And generally it's like, you know, if I get knocked down, I get back up. That's that's in my DNA. That's what tends to happen. If I get knocked down, I get back up. Um, but I was fed up with getting knocked down in the same space. I was making the same mistakes over and over again. And I tried to work out what that mistake was. What is it that I was doing that was causing me to get to a certain level and then get knocked back down again? And the mistake I was making was that I'd get to a certain level and I'd lose interest. I'd get distracted and um, I would move on to do it being a bit of a magpie and I'd look for something else to do. What else was interesting? And that was the mistake I was making. So I, I taught myself my mantra of focus, consistency and discipline. And every day, you know, my, my, my back is up against those things. Focus, consistency and discipline. With aesthetic entrepreneurs, the reason AE has become as successful as it has in such a short time as it has is because I've remained focused, I've remained disciplined, and I've remained consistent. That's it. There's no real secret to it. I had a great idea, but it was executed with focus, consistency, and discipline. And there are no shortcuts. So by turning up every single day and taking small steps forward, you know, can think, look at how all of this is connected. 
You know, I challenge myself to be a different person. I'm reconnecting with my goals and making sure that I understand what they are. Finding my anchor every day, every week to understand what it is I'm trying to achieve, how I'm going to achieve it, what's the landscape of the week, what's the map I've got to do. And then always have my back up against the fact that, you know, it's about focus, consistency and discipline and taking small incremental steps that essentially help me get through what I need to get through. Um, and my the emergence of me as a person is all based around that. So, you know, that's that's the personal, you know, or the internal emergence, if you like. You know, going back to the beginning, we looked at, well, you know, if we're going to emerge, how do we do it? Combination of internal and external. For me, the internal is around, you know, my personal challenges and what I can do and then if I'm in that right space and my head is going in the right direction then I can take my family with me I can take clients with me everybody's going in the same way so so that leads on to the you know the external part of things the the business part of things so um you know and that's a another challenge and a but a slightly different one and when I look at the external side of things, for me, that's about opportunity. Big word, about opportunity, right? Hello, Instagrammers. It's opportunity time, right? So, and hello, podcast listeners as well, by the way. So, you know, we, we are, you know, we're inclusive here. We listen to your visual and audio. We've got it both covered. So, um, so yeah, so looking at the external side of things, external emergence, I'm looking for opportunities, right? I'm looking for wins. I'm looking for windows. I'm looking for... Um, areas of growth areas of collaboration areas of innovation i'm looking for those things to help drive the business on and currently i there is an absolute rock solid massive opportunity a huge opportunity and if you're listening to this right now if you're listening to this uh, with me live in february opportunity is massive if you're listening to this in february 2022 a full year ahead that opportunity will still be there because even though this aesthetic and beauty market is vibrant and moves relatively quickly, it doesn't move that quickly. So I think if you're hearing this now, you're still ahead of the curve. If you're hearing it in 2021, you're right at the pointy pointy end of it. And I'll share it with you now. So the opportunity is that people have changed. So we've all been essentially locked indoors for best part of a year give or take a few months in the autumn but we've basically been locked down indoors for a year and that's going to change people and things that what's changed i believe or is the awareness of what you do and how you do it and it's become broader so let me give you an example and tell you a little, a little story so again going back a year ago on from the from a business point of view, myself and my um, longtime co co conspirator, uh, try saying that three times fast. My longtime co conspirator Rick O'Neill were having a conversation about whether we exited the aesthetic business entirely. Um, we felt we felt massively undervalued. We felt um, used. We felt that we you know we had people didn't want to pay what we wanted to wanted to charge uh, didn't value our talent didn't value our insight didn't value our experience um we found it very difficult to you know to get the projects we wanted to do you know it was a challenging space and we were 
you know, people thought they could do it themselves. Marketing was easy. You know, I'm going to pay 250 quid for a website. That's all I need. You know, don't need to listen to you, Rich. It's, you know, it was all very, very difficult. And then all of a sudden, lockdown came. And it turned off people's ability to generate revenue almost immediately. So in seven days, you had people running out of money. And then all of a sudden, we became relevant. We became very, very relevant because... Essentially, the market realised they knew shit, didn't know how to do these things, had no understanding of how to sell online, couldn't do these things, no idea about how you know communities worked, how to generate or create an online community. So all of a sudden, as I said, we became very relevant. Um, three months of Facebook Lives and workshops, and bang, you know, AE lit up like a rocket, and we're still going. So you know, there were positives there. Now, obviously, what happened? was the relevance. What happened was the market becoming aware of the problem in a way that it hadn't become aware of it before. So that that's what's called a paradigm shift in, you know, in business. It's a paradigm shift is when a market gets snapped into an awareness of a problem in a way that it's not had before. And I believe also that your consumers, your clients, uh, have also had that same experience. So you had the experience early in the year, or like last year, your clients have had this experience now. And the experience they're having is that it's across different areas. So mindset, for example, health and wellness, you know, skin health and procedural rejuvenation. Ooh, what's he talking about? So those are the kind of the cornerstones of your opportunity. And how are you going to maximise that opportunity? So way to maximise it is to think about it in four different ways. So health and wellness. What has been happening over the last you know, year? Periodic lockdowns. How, what impact has that had on people's physical health? Physical health, not mental health. We'll come on to that. What impact has that had on their physical health? Um, quite significant. You know, if people have been smashing in dominoes and takeaways, uh, been drinking lots of alcohol, been not looking after themselves particularly well, then of course that's going to have an impact on their, you know, on, take, take a bit of a toll. Um, they're going to start to feel it a little bit. Then you've got the mindset and mental health challenges that are coming with all of this as well. And then what impact do those two things have on skin health? So if you're in the beauty and rejuvenation and aesthetics world, what impact does that have on the skin health? And then finally, you've got the procedural rejuvenation aspect of it. By that I mean you know, the tools, the machines, the needles, etc., etc., that you would normally use to solve the problems, but you've not been able to do it. So you've got a change in mindset and you've got a change in problem. And now you've got an opportunity to target all of them. So I want you to get part of the challenge, challenge yourself, challenge your business. So as we come out of this, how big can you think? Because the aesthetic, aesthetics for me has just changed in the UK, it's just changed. Because I'm looking at aesthetic entrepreneurs and thinking, right, in the term aesthetic entrepreneurs, my God, this squirrel literally just sat there staring right at me. I wish you could all see this, but he's right there just staring at me. Your beady little eyes. He's bold as hell, isn't he? Anyway, distracted by a squirrel. Um, it was looking in, just peering in. He's gone now. Anyway, um, what was I saying? So, yes, yeah, so the opportunity is how, how big can you think? Entrepreneurs has been essentially created around my own insight and experience of injectables. I was in the injectable market. I 
kind of I was raised in it if you like so through dermal fillers then through uh, Botox working with Allergan and then into corporate accounts etc etc um, so I've been well versed in that side of things and to my probably a little bit too blinkered if I'm honest um, and now over the last eight months I've become very aware that it's you know very much and, and maybe you kind of could be sitting there going well no, no shit Sherlock of course but you know I'm, sometimes I'm a bit of a slow learner but um, that it is all about you know health wellness mindset and mental health skin health and procedural rejuvenation so for if uh, that is what is essentially aesthetic then an aesthetic entrepreneur can be involved in one or all of those things one or all of those things so all of a sudden the vision and view of AE has just scaled out yes we are niche we are niche we are about aesthetic but the definition of aesthetic is far broader than it could than I had really realised understood or appreciated and I actually believe that some of you guys listening as well probably haven't really understood how broad that can be and if you think about the client and how they're going to be walking back into your business and the conversations that you can have with them as you emerge and as they come in to see you, the conversations that you can have with them can be quite broad now. You know, how are you? Starts off an amazing conversation of thinking about how they are physically, you know, are they, how well are they? Have they been eating shite for the last eight months and literally, you know, the majestic wine warehouse or Tesco's or Sainsbury's booze section has been their friend. Um, have they suffered, men, you know, in, in a mindset point of view? How are they feeling? Are they just down and want to f- just feel better, you know, look better? Just how can you help them? It's not just about, you know, retreading their face. It's more than that. It's about skin health, you know, the impact that that poor diet and those poor lifestyle choices have had on their skin. And then obviously, finally, it's the, the tools that you can bring to bear in order to solve, help solve those problems. And so I think, I think if you can connect those dots, you've got an incredible opportunity, uh, an incredible opportunity um, to, to grow. And you may be sitting here thinking, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, that's, that's actually a relatively straightforward problem. You know, solving it is easy. You know, coming up with the idea and the concept and the strategy for all of this is is the challenging part. And you've got to do it on three levels. It has to be about collaboration, innovation for growth. So you're not going to be able to deliver all of those things yourselves. You're not. Um, and if you think you can, you're wrong. You know, you, there's no way that you can be skilled in health and fitness, wellness, mindset, mental health, skin health and procedural rejuvenation. Not to the level that you need to be at. So, you know, you, you're going to have to get people in to help and support at certain areas of it. Um, and But that's an exciting thing, you know, bringing new people into your business, bringing new collaborations, bringing new energy into your business is, is a really, really exciting place to be. And I, I for one, am really fired up about this whole, this whole thing. I think you talk to people out there in in the market who you know who know of these things you know economic renaissance is a term that's being used i love that term economic renaissance you know we've got 10 years of uninterrupted growth coming ahead of us the 
footsie Brexit is finally done you know love it or hate it it's done so we can crack on with that um, the FTSE uh, 100 and 250 indices are starting to tick up as we talk in mid mid Feb 2021 yeah um, and um, sorry I forgot what year it is they're all just blending into the same 2021 um, you know we've we've got new energy in, in the United States you know there's there's a sense of calm perhaps returning to all of these sorts of things so we can start to plan we can start to think forward and you know only one step remember small incremental moves to achieve your goal but I for one am very very excited about about the future so I just wanted to share that with you as a, a podcast um I will not make any bold claims. I will be doing these podcasts regularly. It's busy, um, but I'll do them as often as I can. And I will share them. I'll do them live on Instagram as well. Um, and um, if you want you know, any more info from me to you know, we say follow the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, r underscore Crawford Small. Um, if you go to our website at uh, aesthetic-entrepreneurs.com, um, there's loads of resources there. You can join our Facebook group if you just go onto Facebook and just type in Aesthetic Entrepreneurs, jump into our Facebook group, um, and you can you know join us on the ride. Um, it's as I said, I'm, I'm very excited about the opportunities that the next few years have in front of us. Um, and for me, for my clients, for you guys, you know, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting ride. So. Um, that's it for me for today. I hope everybody's well. Enjoyed that. If it was valuable, let me know. Give a rating. Um, only if it was valuable. Don't bother giving a rating if it wasn't. But uh, give me a rating and um, I will catch up with you all very, very soon. Take care. Bye. Subscribe now for tips, insight, and stories to enhance, empower, educate, and elevate your business to new heights.